Welcome to the Backyard Chat Podcast, where we equip parents to take in God's Word and live it out in their everyday life. Hey guys, we're back. This is Melissa Harrison, Melissa number two. And I'm Melissa Quinones, Melissa number one. And we are excited to roll into all things Enneagram today. I'm so excited. I know that you're so excited. You love the Enneagram so much. And a lot of you are probably like, Ennea what? What (laughs) is the Enneagram? And so we're going to talk a little bit about that today. And we're going to interview two people about their Enneagram types. But before we do all that, Melissa, tell us a little bit about what you know the Enneagram to be. So my understanding of it, it is a tool. It's a personality tool that allows us to better understand ourselves and how we relate and where we come from and our intentions. And so it is a way to really just get to the core focus of like who we are and how we're wired. It's nine principles that are based on Jesus's qualities. And so in everyone's healthiest states, there are a little bit of all of it, but that's impossible to be Jesus. And so in order to to be like Jesus. He's given us these different characteristics that really can help us and other people who love us understand where we're coming from. That's my understanding. I don't even know if that's true. So we're going to figure it out together and we're going to have an expert on that's going to tie it up with a big bow and help us all understand a little bit better. It's really fascinating to discover more about yourself mm-hmm. in the way God wired you to be. And you can take a test. There's a free test through the Enneagram Institute and it'll ask you a series of questions just like a typical personality test. And some of you are probably already rolling your eyes like, that stuff is just not cool. (laughs) But this one is different. It's very fascinating. And when you discover how you're wired things start to make sense. You understand what motivates you to do the things that you do. And then as you discover more about yourself, you start to be curious about other Other people. people. Yeah. And then when you start understanding the nine types, you find those traits in other people. And then when you have a conversation or um, a situation, yes, a conflict, (laughs) then you're like, no wonder they responded Uh like that. But instead of getting angry or feeling defensive at their responses, you start to understand, oh, they said that because. Right. And you can learn to trust the intentions of their heart. Yes. And so for me, you're exactly right. It's a tool to help us discover more about ourselves mm-hmm. and other people so that we can love them well. Yes. And I just don't know. It seems like I'm always learning more and more and more about it. And it just always is fascinating to me. I don't know why. Maybe that is my type, that I'm always just that curious. I want to know all the details. I want to understand all the workings of things. And so I go back and listen to podcasts, and I'm always looking for different books and resources and websites that can help me better understand myself. So it's just just, just even you saying that you like to do it for the information and to know all the details. And because of my personality type, I'm like, I want to know because I want to know about you so I can help you and I can love you better. Like even our motivations and doing the same exact thing is different. different. And that's what makes us so unique and and so lovable to the world. Don't you think? I think so. I hope so. (laughs) And I always tell people anytime like we're having a conversation and they just kind of give me like a bare bones description, I'll go 
with it, but you better bet I'm going to call you on the phone and say, okay, I need more details than what you gave me. That's yes. not going to cut it. Yes, I need to do. know all the things, the whole conversation, start to end. I need to know it. But again, now I know why that used to frustrate me so badly. Now I understand that you just, that I just, that I need the information. I need to make sure you're making the right decision. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. But it's okay. I've learned to accept what people are willing to give because not everyone is like me. Mm-hmm. And so this has really helped me understand myself better too. I love that. And I really think it should be a tool for growth, mm-hmm. not just to discover about yourself and then hold it up like a badge, like, well, you just better get used to it because I'm like this. And so I'm going to say rude things or I'm going to do whatever it is. You've got to learn to be your best self mm-hmm. in that personality type. And once you discover what your type is, there's ways that you can see how it goes from a healthy place. And when you're at your best, like you were yes. talking about earlier, And when you start to become unhealthy Mm -hmm. and what that personality looks like. And so for me, I can tell when I'm starting to get to an unhealthy place and I'm able to get myself back in check. And I was never able to do that before. And if you're not careful, you just stay in a funk. You stay in the unhealthy part Mm -hmm. of your personality type. And when you learn to see those signals and the things that you're saying and responding and reacting to situations, then you're like, you know what? I Mm -hmm. need need to get myself back in check here. And one of the things I learned over the years was when you're in the stress place, the tools that it takes to get out of it are different for everybody. Just because you like to go and read a book per se, I don't know, you don't read Definitely much not. <laughs> Definitely I'm not. a book reader, but whatever it is, it's not the same for everybody. So my quiet time and my book time, that helps me get back square mm-hmm. north, whereas somebody else, they might need to go drive around in their car and listen to music and do something different. Is that really your your like to do? You just put me in the car with some worship music. I sing so beautifully, and then you I get can, right back yes. in it. Then I'm then I'm ready to go. I just need a little recharge. Yes, and then sometimes where you are in the growth spot, you can't stay in that either very long because it becomes dangerous. Mm-hmm. Also in that type, so I cannot say it enough. It is fascinating to me. I don't know why. I just love it, and I'm so glad I stumbled across it years ago. I am too. How did you first come across the Enneagram? I listened to a podcast and they did like an Ennea summer Mm -hmm. and they had all different sorts of topics they discussed one summer. And then the next summer, it was the first summer was just all about the Enneagram. The second summer was she brought in, you know, two people, a male and a female of each of the types. And you got to listen to their conversations and it just really started to pique my curiosity. And I went and took a test and it was spot on accurate. Like, and when I read through the descriptions and things that it was it was me. I mean, I couldn't, there was no way to deny it. I've questioned it since then because I have learned a little bit more about it, but it comes back to the motivation and the the truth behind why I do what I do, and it it has not changed. <laughs> do you remember that Thanksgiving when y'all had Thanksgiving with us, and we were in the backyard and we were talking about it, and then the guys were like, that's dumb, that's uh-huh, dumb, and uh-huh. then somebody, like my mom took it, my brother, and then finally Chris and Raymond were like, well, let's take it, yes. and everyone took it, and then it creates conversation, yes. and it's just, it's so interesting. Mm-hmm. I just... I love it. I'm smiling because I'm like, I love for people to discover about themselves, but it's so fun to know what Mm -hmm. motivates them. And as a leader of people, I love for people to operate at their best. And so 
if I know the way that they're wired, because I'm a helper, I'm a two, I'm a helper. I want to help them be the best that they can be. And so it fascinates me. Let's talk a little bit. How did you find out about it? You didn't say. You know, same thing. I think I heard it on a podcast once and in the Christian world of like authors and podcasters, it's kind of everywhere. And so I heard it, I think on a podcast once, maybe not, but then on Instagram on Mm -hmm. some of the authors that I follow and different conferences, they talk about it. And so it just kind of was a whirlwind all at once several Mm -hmm. years ago. It's kind of like that Myers-Briggs test that used to be like in the corporate kind of world years ago. So it's kind of similar to that, but that was used for different reasons. Right. This is like more like Christian based and based on Jesus attributes and things like that. And so that's what fascinated me because I didn't want to be typed by people I didn't know. I wanted to be typed by the one person that knew me. And if Jesus knows all of those things, then why not let him tell me who I am there and find go. out more about it? Absolutely. I was always hesitant to do those personality tests before, but I think because as a type one, I didn't want anyone else to know all the things. Mm-hmm. I, know, <laughs> I wanted right? to be in control of what I was putting out there. And this just allows for everybody to know all the things. The information is more readily available. Yes, it is. And it goes so deep. You can go mm-hmm. as deep as you want or just keep it surface level. Mm-hmm. And it's more in tune with exactly who you are. Not like you could be. You're a lot like this type. It's like you are this type. And when you're unhealthy, you kind of look mm-hmm. like this and you pick up these traits. And when you're really not high stress and you're feeling super secure, then you go to this place and Mm -hmm. it's just, you see yourself and you're like, I totally do that. Uh I totally do that. Yeah, it's fun. So let's talk about the nine different types of the Enneagram. So the type one is labeled as the reformer. Ones are responsible, thorough, and hardworking with high standards for themselves and others. They know how to do things the right way. Mm, That's so good. I'm a little blushing. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, gosh. Every time I read a definition about my type, it really just gives me warm fuzzies almost. Makes you smile. Oh, it knows me so well. (laughs) Well, here we go with my type. Number two, the helper. Twos are positive and people-oriented. They make excellent communicators and will support the best interest of the organization. Highly empathetic. They know what other people feel and need. Does that give you warm pets? That does. It makes me smile. I'm like, I do. I love I love people. You do. Okay, the achiever is type three. Threes have tremendous productivity, enthusiastic and highly motivated. They quickly move into action to accomplish results. Ooh, those threes get her done. Yes, they do. The number four, the individualists. Fours focus on authenticity, meaning, and aesthetics. They value excellence in all things, and they want to make a personal connection to their work and to the people around them. Fours are good. Fours are good people. So good people. I don't really know any personally, but for all you fours out there, you're pretty awesome. You're great. The investigator, type five. Fives are excellent thinkers and strategists. They seek to develop technical expertise and accumulate knowledge. They need lots of privacy and solitude. Ooh, those fives are good people. I do have a five that I know, and he is all about the technical expertise. And that's why we love him so much. He is an excellent thinker. (laughs) He's great to have on the team. Six is the loyalist. Six's focus on figuring out what's going on around them to create safety and structure. They're loyal, dependable, and especially good at anticipating problems and creating solutions. You got to love those sixes. They're there. They see all things at all times, and they're ready to jump in and with that solution, ready to go. The enthusiast, type seven. Sevens are quick thinking, adaptable, and positive in their outlook. 
Where other people see problems, they see opportunities. I just want to put an exclamation point on the end of that. <laughs> they like to enjoy multiple interests and multiple options. Ooh, those sevens. So fun. fun. Yes, so I think fun. they are like, it should be called just the fun guy, the fun girl, <laughs> the enthusiast. The eights are the challengers. Eights are really good at taking charge of their environment. They know how to mobilize to get things done. They make good leaders and they will stand up for the positions and the people that they care about. I love that. Mm -hmm. The peacemaker, type nine. Nines are steady and balanced in their approach to work and relationships. They can see all sides of an issue and are able to bring people together in a spirit of cooperation and harmony. Oh, the peacemakers. Those yes. are good to have in your So we life. need everybody. It takes everybody to live in the world and be like Jesus. So it I'm, does. This is such a great opportunity, and I'm so excited to get to talk to our guests. Me too. We're here today with a dear friend of ours, Rachel Miles. And Rachel is a type 8, and she's thrilled to be a type 8, and she's so excited <laughs> to be here to talk with us today. Welcome, Rachel. A little nervous, Hello. but excited. Yes. Right? <laughs> a little nervous, but excited. Okay, so let's just jump in. Tell us how you first discovered the Enneagram. So it's all over social media. It's all over the internet. I love the ones that have the drawings attached yes. to it and the person oh, yes. and where she's holding her hands out and it's like a balancing act. So that kind of goes with my horoscope too, because I'm a Libra. So that I feel like they all kind of tie in together. And it just, <laughs> I loved reading the book, Five Love Languages. And I just felt like, you know what? I want to know more about myself. I want to know more about why I am the way that I am. And because I'm an interesting person. You are. You are. <laughs> you are a love. You are. So here's what this really cool resource that we found says about the Enneagram 8. And see, when we read this, if it sounds like you, we're going to watch your face. And if you start smiling, <laughs> we know it's totally you. It says that eights are good at taking charge of their environment. They know how to mobilize to get things done. They make good leaders and they will stand up for the positions and the people they care about. Is that you? Absolutely. That is so me. <laughs> I'll tag on to that. The ones that I was reading into, um, very independent, want mm -hmm. to continue to be independent, don't like for people to do things for them. Definitely not an acts of service kind of girl. <laughs> and then I try my best to avoid being vulnerable. Oh, yeah. That's a big one for me. So mm -hmm. um, I would say that those characteristics are definitely Rachel. I think so, too. It also says type 8s are self-confident, decisive, willful, and confrontational. Is that you? <laughs> yes, that yes. is also me. Now, ask my husband if I can choose what's for supper. No. <laughs> <laughs> Where are we going to eat? I don't, I don't know, know. You pick. <laughs> um, but yes, absolutely. I would say very self-confident for sure. Do you know much about your wing? Like, do you wing seven? Do you wing nine? Uh, so I was looking at that, and I know that Melissa and I talked about it. I do have a playful side. I'd love to have fun. I like to enjoy the people that I'm around. So I would say wing of a seven, but not really. I was telling y'all, I don't really have wings. <laughs> I stand up straight, and that kind of goes with my type eight also. <laughs> that's the you like, I don't need nothing from nobody. Yeah, that's right. That's right. One of the definitions that I like is headstrong and brave. And mm -hmm. I think that is a nicer way to say than some of the other. I think so, too. Yes. It has the, the positive attributes. Yes. Sure. <laughs> <She's> <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Headstrong, for sure. And I've always been that way since I was a little girl, for mm -hmm. sure. 
Because that's the way God wired you. Yes. And yep. it's so cool. Like, do you feel like your Enneagram number and your type is helpful in what you do? Oh, absolutely. It got me to exactly where I'm at today. Mm-hmm. I'm super protective of all my little people. I want them all in the same pond. Yes. And I want to cover them up with myself. <laughs> um, and I, I saw another word that I liked, and we throw this word around a lot, especially in today's social media world, is influential. I feel like I am that to my people. But yes, definitely in my career, I have lots of employees that look up to me for daily, maybe even sometimes hourly guidance for direction and understanding of why things are the way they are or, hey, I need help with this. And then lots of children that Mm -hmm. do the same. Mm -hmm. So we jumped right in and started talking about your Enneagram and we didn't have you introduce yourself. Tell us about your family and what you do. What is your career? Yeah, so I'm the day school director here at Cedar Bio Grace. So I am in charge of all the little babies that come to school mm-hmm. here um, Monday through Thursday. My husband is Jeff, and my two children are Carson, who is 13, and JC, who is almost eight. There you go. So you do have a lot of sweet little people in your life. I and do. a sweet husband to take care of, and that's amazing. So tell us, there's every single one of us, the way that we're wired, we, we have a need, a basic need, and sometimes we don't know how to put words to it. So these lovely resources give us the words that we need, but we all have a basic need. What is it that you need in your type to hear from others that really affirms you and fills you up? Just let me do it. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) That's what I need to hear. No, I'm just kidding. Um, (laughs) No, you're not. That makes it even funnier. That's hilarious. Um, You didn't even miss a beat. Just let me do it. Yeah, just let me do it. The the world would be a better place is what I really think people should say. No, I'm just kidding. Um, That my opinions are valued. Uh, That's a big one for me. We all have our own opinion, and I like for my opinion not only to be heard, but for it to be valued. Even if it's not the right opinion, still tell me that you hear it and that you see it and that you understand it. Um, Another big one for me of... and it may not really go with the type, but I kind of think it does. The eight is, I can see that you're letting some of your walls down. That's a oh. big one for me because my walls are real high. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like yeah. nobody can climb over them. <laughs> yeah, you have a really tight circle. And yes. Yes. You yes. don't like to be vulnerable, you said. That's right. right. That's right. One of the basic fears of an eight is to be controlled or become weak from a lack of freedom or power. So mm-hmm. that makes perfect sense why yes. you would want people to affirm that in you because that's kind of a basic fear of a type eight. Mm-hmm. Yep. And does it make you feel safe if people would say to you, I can see that you're letting your, your walls down? Like it makes you feel safe to continue down that path to let them into your inner circle? To a point. Mm-hmm. Then have, you're like, I, never mind, let's right. put it back up. Side you're side like, that back in. I got a remote control that <laughs> yes. wall is coming back it's up. Oh, like, you can see that? Never mind. It's kind of it like up. the windows that people can do the remote from their um, bed. I don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm manual. I got to roll that thing up slowly. That is so funny. Yes. So interesting. So tell us how you've grown since understanding more about your personality. How have you seen yourself grow? Oh, gosh. How have I seen myself grow? In lots of ways, I can say in the last year, just transitioning into the position that I'm in and having the leaders that I've had in front of me that saw that my walls were coming down. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's kind of like when somebody walks up behind you and kind of squeezes you a little bit. And that's their way of saying, I see you. I love you. Those Mm -hmm. kinds of things. I have had leaders in front of me do that 
and even though they don't physically squeeze me, they they say, I see you. Your mm-hmm. opinion is valued. Mm-hmm. And so I've just been able to guide and lead knowing that everybody has affirmed that in me that, yeah, we see you, we hear you. Mm-hmm. And I sometimes talk loud and I feel like I'm talking louder when I want to be seen or yeah. heard. <laughs> even if it's not physically talking louder, right. I'll do things that, make me be seen more. Mm-hmm. And that's one thing that's so cool about the Enneagram is that the people who you say, you know, were in front of you, leading you and giving you the affirmation, they they knew that's what you needed if they used this tool the right way. Right. And Absolutely. so as a leader now for you and you're, you know, leading other people and parents and all the things, you know, too, their responses sometimes may be quick, but may not be their intention. And you can use it in the same way that people have used it for you to guide you up and make you feel special. You can do the same. Yes, absolutely. I wrote goals down for myself for the year and for my staff. I said, I want to meet them right where they're at. Right. I don't want them to have to meet me where I am. I want to meet them right where they're at. And we're all in different places, mm-hmm. whether it's spiritually, faithfully, emotionally, all these Enneagrams. I would love to do that as a team building at some point. Yes, you know, everybody take fun. the Enneagram test and let's see. Because yeah. you learn so much about somebody. You do. Um, and you, you know, the Love Languages book I love too. And it you can't love somebody the way you want to be right. loved. So you have to learn that about your people. And mm-hmm. so if you don't know, what they are, where they come from, or why they are what they are, you can't love them. And how they respond to situations. Right, that's right. Yeah, especially in what you do, like teachers in a classroom together, and they may be trying to do the same thing, and they both approach it differently, and then they've got to know, okay, she's doing it like that because this is the way she's wired, and I'm doing it this way, but there's no right or wrong way. We can both do it and respond to it and get it taken care of. So it is fascinating to learn that about other people. We've said that over and over mm-hmm. again. Like, we just get so excited. We're like, this is so interesting. This is, is so fascinating. Yes, it is for sure. Some of it you don't want to find out. <laughs> <laughs> well, that everybody says that about their type, yes. and that's how I think you know that that's yours because mm-hmm. you feel so seen and so yes. exposed. Yes. Like, and I don't want to be vulnerable, so I don't want y'all to see that. <laughs> well, lucky for you, we yeah. see it and we love you because of it. Um, and God created us that way on purpose. And so when you could walk in that with confidence to say, this is the way God wired me. And I'm not going to wear it like a badge, but I'm going to grow from it. And I'm going to be the best that I can be. I think that makes the Enneagram such a helpful tool. So let's end with something fun. What is fun for you as an Enneagram 8? Yeah, so I like to have lots of fun, and lots of different things are fun to There's me. that seven week. Yeah, yes. that might be. <laughs> Jeff and I always joke, I do curbside H-E-B, so when we can go in H-E-B together, we're like, oh, we didn't see that snack last time. <laughs> that wasn't um, online. Yeah, that wasn't online. That wasn't a choice. Um, we love date night. We love one-on-one time, and then I like one-on-one time with my kids. They're apart in age. And so their interests are different. So even if it's just the five minutes in the car after I've dropped off JC, you know, I enjoy that time with Carson to dig a little deeper into his yucky 13-year-old self. Um, And then (laughs) JC the same. I pick her up first. So her exciting day and why she is the way she is. And then we love movie night at our house. The kids pick a movie and we alternate and then popcorn and soda and all the things. And we also do Home Chef. So Home Chef 
comes on Tuesdays and they get to pick the menu. And so that's it's cool. silly, but it's cool. And then whatever they've picked, that means that they help cook it too. So fun. Yeah, it's mm-hmm. fun. I was looking at this other chart we have and it talks about where you go like in stress and where you go in health. And so as an eight in health, you go to caring a number two, which is caring open hearted. So that fits right yes. with your mm-hmm. level of fun and how you want to engage with your kids and learn about and then in stress, you um, go to a five, which is fearful and secretive, which also explains the walls. I and be vulnerable. Yes. <laughs> and so I think it's just so creative the way this is designed. It's very simple and basic. You know a little, you know a lot. You can always dig deeper and really find out how that's driven and the fear and the health behind it and it is, it's a great tool, and I'm so excited just to get to share it with everyone else who may not know enough about it and to hear what other people know, too, in our community because we only yes. know what we know. And so we feel like we're all new to this, kind of, but mm-hmm. it, I think it's going to be a great way to it should be reach on, out. It should be on job application. Yes. <laughs> it really yes. should. Yes. It really, really and Hey, we out, need to know who you are. <laughs> and to find out who, you know, what, how Jeff is and your husband, your family, so that you can better love them and serve them and yes, trust them and sure. their intentions. So I think it's really cool. You've talked about all the different ways that you are, how you are. And I think it's really cool to really be able to have some vocabulary for that and so that other people can know that about you. And when you do, you know, seem like you said, loud or whatever, it's not because you're trying to be the loudest in the room. It's just kind of the fear core of needing to be seen and felt and heard. And Mm -hmm. so, and that's everyone's goal. I think that's just really cool and special to get to have language around all the different types. Yeah. And I know it was not an easy thing for you to come in and be vulnerable with us, but you did a great job (laughs) and we're thankful that you did because we can all learn and grow from it. And I know that many people that listen will have an eight in their life and just hearing from you will help them. We're special. So hang (laughs) on to them. That's exactly right. Hold on tight. And it said, it said in there that, um, that's the most unique one. It is. I don't know an eight until today. I mean, I know you, but I didn't know that was your type. And so it does make, it kind of all falls into place. I didn't know that was your type. Buckle up. (laughs) Buckle up. Buckle up, Buttercup. We're going. (laughs) That's right. Thank you so much, friend, for being here with us today. Absolutely. Thank y'all. If you don't want to miss a single episode of the Backyard Chat Podcast, be sure to follow the show in the Apple Podcast app by clicking the three dots in the top right corner of your screen. And if you're feeling really adventurous, click on the arrow to share with all your friends. We hope that you will join us again. We We can't can't wait wait to chat chat with with you. you.